dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Welcome all of our lovely podcast devotees. <laughs> We're so happy to have you with us. And we have a special topic today that came from you, our listeners. And Gina, what are we going to be talking about? We are going to be talking today about combining decks in your readings. Yes. Very open-ended topic, you'll notice. We are not going to narrow it down. At least we're going to try not to. We'll try to cover as many ideas as the two of our little heads know about. And we invite you to get involved with the discussion on our Oracle Suit page on Facebook. And also, you can always send us private emails through our individual websites, which are listed in our recording, and as well as going to our oraclesoup.org page and sending us a message there. This topic for me is, uh, I, <laughs> before we start, I said, I, I have a lot to say about stuff all the time, so uh, <laughs> I don't know we- if it's a, a, a common practice. I think as we um, develop ourselves um, as uh, divinatory practitioners, and we want to also, we're, we're talking about combining decks, but it could also extend into combining uh, tools. So probably another topic, uh, but you know, as we develop ourselves, we we mix and mash and try different things to help us be the best that we can be, and you know, get the most use out of the the the, the practice in itself of um, um, oracular practice. All right, so let's get to it, my sister. I'm so excited about this topic, and we are just going to throw everything into the soup. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. Okay, hello everyone. So happy to have you here. Today's topic is about combining decks for your oracular process. I love saying oracular. I don't know why, but it sounds good to me. What do you think? Kind of goes <laughs> along with oracle soup. <laughs> Absolutely. Oracular sisters. <laughs> Serving so, it up. So this came from one of our listeners, and we're going to make the assumption, at least I am, that combining decks, actually, you're referring to combining tarot decks. So, or, you know, there's another part of combining oracle decks with the tarot, or lenormand with the tarot, or runes with the tarot, or astrology with the tarot, which astrology is uh, naturally uh, uh, inherent in the deck as well. But let's just take combining tarot decks. And so... 
What's we'll your start there with anyway. That? Yes. We'll start there, but we'll expand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, hey, so have you had the experience, Gina, of combining more than one style of tarot deck in the same reading? For instance, do you mix up the cards or do you maybe pull cards out of one deck from one part of the reading and then another deck for another part of the reading? Have Yes, I have used a specific technique in which I use tarot birth cards. And what I would do is pull the tarot birth card sets from one deck and just use the entire, you know, the the set of another deck to do a spread, but keeping out the tarot birth cards to reference uh, back and forth. Um, I don't necessarily combine two different decks into one because what, okay, so what would a double ace of swords, so you get two ace of swords, what's it saying? I, I you know, it's like, I, I think that is um, not a process. I mean, there's a, there's all sorts of ways of reading. So it, it, it's neither here nor there for me, but I kind of look at, so if you have a double ace, you, you have two aces of swords that show up in your reading, what would that mean? Is it, is it, is it extra bad news? Is it extra in you know, like, Are you what? talking about a hundred and fifty-six card deck? Right. Two- yeah, yeah. Let's let's just skip that one. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if but, that's very. I don't know if that's very practical. But in the yes. sense that I have used it, has been uh, something that's very familiar to uh, to both of us, and that's using the uh, tarot birth cards uh, mm-hmm. process and to to have you know the 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 different. Um, techniques sort of combined. Um, and so you need the other deck, but you don't want to mix those cards in because it's right. referencing back and forth. Yeah, I agree. In fact, I actually do the exact same thing. Almost every one of my readings will start with a, what I call a life card, year card reading or a path working with Tarot and uh, or what I recently called uh, Math and Magic. <laughs> anyway, so what I did is I used the same deck for both, but here's what I did is I retired one of my older decks, but I left the major arcana cards out because when you're working with the birth cards or the Tarot numerology, you're really only working with the major arcana cards and so in my little tarot bag i have separate sections where i'll only have the 22 cards from the old deck and then i'll have the 78 cards from the complete deck and in the reading again i'll start off with those 22 cards in the life card or the year card reading the tarot numerology or the birth card as some people call them but then when we get into the rest of the reading we're asking a question or exploring guidance or whatever then i pull out the full thing so it's the same deck though so i'm wondering what about when people combine two completely different decks and i know i when i'm doing psychic fairs there's quite a few people around where they'll have a selection of decks for their clients to pick so for instance one person might be attracted to working with the marseille deck while somebody else wants to use like a, a the one of the cat decks maybe or unicorn deck so it's interesting to see how the personality of the deck will match the client but what about when you bring two decks in let's say the client likes two decks maybe you do half the reading or one question with one deck and then when it gets into deeper stuff maybe you go into that more serious like a toth deck or something yes i've actually have done something um, along those lines where I have a person that is familiar with tarot and they have a favorite deck that they want to use. And I actually will do an initial spread 
um, as the reader, but have them also choose those exact same cards from their particular deck. And it's kind of um, more like a, it's a conversation rather than I'm, orchestrating this reading so I may say well here is what this shows me so what does it show you from that perspective and in your own words so that way it's almost um, it's it's a it's a it's a dual dance <laughs> where you know that deck is showing them something and they get their own insights and they their own self-generated um, um, perspective and then there's what I see so it's almost like okay you you go first I go second or vice versa what do you see so this is what it's saying so it's a different style it's it's uh, of reading if you have time to do it uh, what's interesting about combining decks if you take into consideration and I would say more of a theory that within the 78 card deck you already have two sets you have a major arcana you have a minor arcana so right, that's to, already a combined deck yes the the, the 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 pips are an arcana of themselves so yes. you've separated you know if you separate out the major arcana you have another deck that you can use entirely uh, in itself I also um, have had just to dip into another thing is is uh, coming in with an oracle deck and um, experimented with even throwing in the oracle cards with a particular oracle deck with the tarot. So that is another kind of um, method that I've experimented with, but not something I use as regular practice. Yes. So let me also share an experience I've had. And that's the fun thing about doing psychic fairs is when there's other readers, and let's say it's a slow time, we get together and we exchange readings because, of course, that's one way of building up your referral list is you get to sample other people's work and their style and their skills and also their decks. And I remember this one gal I was working with from Seattle. She was really very interesting, very delightful. And she literally in every reading would specifically work with three separate decks one of them was a majors only and she would start off asking let's say overview kind of questions so she'd get the bigger perspective from those cards and like you're saying then she might pull out this other deck that was minors only but it's a completely different deck you see it wasn't even connected to the same deck and then last she'd go to sort of like a spiritual guidance from a third deck and so as we know these different decks can have different personalities and they really can serve to bring to the surface different messages so I would say that would be a really grand reason for bringing in more than one deck because they themselves in terms of their voice and their personality will speak to different areas of that client's life. But then going on to what you're saying about the oracles, I love working with oracle and tarot together. So a, a classic way that I might work with those is I have... Uh, sometimes I'll have an oracle deck that's just focused on symbols such as crystals and the meaning of crystals in terms of a healing process. So let's say the client comes to me, they want to look at a chakra healing uh, way of looking at their body and getting some guidance. So I'll go to the crystal cards because they're going to give us very specific information about which crystals are going to be most useful in this issue or that issue. But then I'll combine it with a tarot deck that says, okay, now what is the guidance? How should you use that crystal? Where do you need it in your life? And so the two kind of speak as two voices together, kind of like the two of us on Oracle Soup, right? <laughs> I mean, they do say two heads are better than one. Oh my goodness, that is true. I think when at the at the heart of what's going on when we use 
these different decks. It, it, it's a matter of how the symbols in that each represent or how the experiences, you know, symbols are, are um, in tarot, I think we get composite images. These symbols all mean something to us. And so we have a different level. I love what you said about the lady that's using the three different decks. So those are three different levels of understanding is how I would, I would take that. Uh, in my own um, process, I try to think in in terms of wh- what people need, what they experience, what's going on as, as the whole person. So taking care of the person holistically, I suppose, and looking at you know the practical information, the more expanded awareness, the more uh, what's going on with them in terms of mind, body, spirit. So another way of using these, and I'm inspired by James Wells. James Wells, in some of his writings, uh, talks about when you're working with a client. And I also think Arthur Rosengarten does some of this as well. So you might use one of your decks, and it could be an oracle or a tarot deck or something else, where you turn the cards face up and you allow your client, you encourage them to select the cards that represent the different aspects of their issue, right? And so they already have a, a visual that they associate with what they're looking into and then using a whole separate deck to actually do the reading so that's another way of combining decks where one is for one purpose face up and the other one's for the second part of the reading face down now i'd like to move on to the idea of combining the lenement with the tarot and i know there's people who've written about this or teaching about this and um it's a fascinating thing to look more deeply into but I know for me I don't actually miss mix the cards in the middle of a reading where some people might I do not what I do is I'll ask the client you know what they're most interested in like for instance very very recently a client came in and they really wanted to do a deep reading but they had something on their heart they were very concerned about their pet and so I said you know what before we go into the tarot reading let me just whip out the lenamon and see if maybe that pet needs some immediate medical attention or something whether you need to make an appointment with the vet and sure enough that reading spoke very specifically within two cards to say to this person, you know what, that pet just needs your love and they're just starved for your attention and try that first. And then the person was relieved and we could focus on the tarot reading. So even though the reading didn't combine the decks, the session did. I happen to be one of those readers who, when I work with the tarot, I don't use it as a predictive device. And so sort of the way of communicating Communicating that to my uh, client is to say, well, when we're ready to do this deep exploration and look for guidance, we'll be working with the tarot. But if you have some quick down and dirty questions and you want a really direct response, I've got the petite lenement. In fact, sometimes in a reading, we'll go through the tarot reading and then I'll ask the client, does this feel complete? Is there anything that may have been left out or any residual questions or concerns and then that's when we'll go to Lenamon. In fact, usually it is at the end of the reading, not the beginning. I mean, sometimes it's just a Lenamon reading, but then that's not combining decks, is it? <laughs> yeah, my here my theory about uh Lenamon and there's a the Lenamon versus Tarot as someone who doesn't use Lenamon, that issue to me it's like using Tarot, you could have gotten to the same conclusion like without switching the takeaway for our listeners here is to 
be aware of what you're doing, who you are at all times, and what the goal is in terms of helping others. Because I think you, I think we are of service. And so no matter what, however you serve, um, whatever your path of service is, when, which may be completely different from mine or Katrina's, is to stay conscious of that. So in terms of how to combine decks, that's, I would agree with a lot of the things that Gina's saying here, is you need to pay attention to what your skills are, what your biases are, what kind of service you're providing for your clients, and to be flexible and open and maybe experiment with some of these things. You know, maybe you want to combine the cards because they have different voices or because you're going to have a different style of relating to either an oracle, the lenement, or the tarot. Um, yeah, or maybe, like Gina's saying, you don't need to combine the decks at all. Just stay with the one, but bring in different squills. Right. There's uh, there's there's standards, <laughs> but no rules. Um, you know, if it, <laughs> in, in terms of if that's what you want to do and that works for you, you have to find what works for you. All symbols don't mean all things to everybody. So if other cards have symbols or a, a theme or a particular style that speaks to you and, and, and gets your um, uh, communicates with your subconscious in, in a way that others won't, then, then by all means, combine, use. I look forward to uh, one day that may be a standard that, that we have to, um, you know, the 78 cards are not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like that as a topic. The 78 cards are not enough. <laughs> or are they the six hmm. suit or the six you know something you know it's like we have these the, the five the four yes. with the, the one and, and maybe there is um as we evolve um I, I can't imagine what would what else in human experience would need to be expressed however you know there's artificial intelligence maybe we'll have to have a suit just <laughs> just for that well, you know, I mean, this is another topic as well, but that's why some decks actually already do offer additional cards. Because, for instance, um, you know, when I did my webinars on the sexual symbolism and meaning in the Tarot, it's so beautiful how a lot of the modern decks, whether it's Lenement or Tarot, they add additional genders or a different uh, sexual orientation in the cards. So I'm really glad that we're expanding in our vision. So sometimes we need to bring in that extra deck to expand the vision or sometimes we can find one deck that itself is very expansive. Ah, yes. But is, the, is there another polarity than masculine, feminine? I mean, I don't think... Ah, but maybe we're transcending the need for polarity, my dear. We're getting to a we, philosophical conversation. I'm, well, yeah. but here's the thing. We already were. It's only in this yes. realm that we need to have the different, you know, the Yes, but maybe that. we're returning to that awareness. It, I, mm-hmm. You know, there is a, a, a thought that says that uh, it, it, it eventually those things are not rec- recognized, but I think... <laughs> I think there's a problem in ignoring the polarities, but oh no, you never want to ignore them I, if they come up, but you don't yeah. want to be limited by them either. Yeah, but you know, I, I see, I, I think, you know, there's a there's there's nature and nature always does what nature is going to do. And so um, 
it and all does. different orientations <laughs> are reflected in nature. It definitely <laughs> does. And so to not have to think about separation, uh, getting back the return to oneness, you know, so essentially it's like, yes, there's a oneness, but there's polarity. So we, we, we're back and forth. So you have to recognize what's there. So use the deck that represents the scope of vision. Yeah. Best resonates with your presentation as a reader. All right. All right. Thank you for spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now. <laughs>